Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/slash awards. Only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Coming up on the Hold of His Family podcast, we're in London. I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. Pretty sure Meghan Markle, I saw her having tea. Because everyone else here is either a lord or an earl. Bless your heart. Day boozing. You're ridiculous. <laughs> We're done with karaoke. I Sorry, love some shoulder pads. All right, I'm angry about this. Where's the nearest karaoke bar? Very, very angry. So I think this is a really boring podcast. No, it's not. We're done with karaoke. Bless your heart. So Just there's no that. Ted. Definitely think Tupac is not dead. He's definitely in London. See, that's journalism right there. start the show that is terrible and apologies to everybody in the uk hey i'm kim holderness and i'm pen holderness uh, we're the we're those guys we're that family we're that family that you see on the internet like probably your aunt linda or maybe your midge midge yep. uh, shared a video on facebook you saw uh, we make these goofy videos. Our goal in life is to make you laugh and to provide some entertainment. This is a podcast. We hope you think a little. We hope, we hope it makes you think. It's a little longer form. You can get to know us better. Uh, it's super, super important that you hit the subscribe button wherever you got this podcast. It makes a big difference to us, and it lets us keep doing this. We're actually loving this like little secret. This is our favorite thing to do. Kim just sneezed. Bless you. Bless you. Bless so, your yeah. heart. Um, and then, you know, in the South, what we say is bless your heart when yeah. we want to insult you. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many ways of subversively talking about people in the South. So, but, look. Can I say something yes, real quick? Yes. Oh, were you going to say something? I was going to talk more about subscribing because you told me to do that. Okay. Well, we're at the Holderness family on Instagram, and that's a great way to get in touch with us. Subscribe on this Apple podcast. But speaking of Instagram and the whole thing, um, we did a podcast that I meant to be kind of romantic and schmushy last, last week. week, and it ended up me crying because of our, our pups, Ruby, and the flood of feedback that we have received has been, I'm not going to cry, 
has been so heartwarming and so many of you have stories of similar things that many didn't feel comfortable talking about because they know how people can judge them when talking about animals um and just to recap if you haven't heard our sweet puppy um is obedient and perfect and wonderful but is very protective of us and has bitten some people and we have made the decision that she needs to find a new home we are actively seeking a new home for her um but the feedback has I just feel so wrapped in love and hugs and it has been you know the internet is not always kind at all um but the fact that it is like brought strangers into my life that have provided this love is um it's it's like my favorite thing ever so thank you from the bottom of my heart and I'm still going through messages and doing my best to read and reply to everything so thank you so so much yeah and I want to thank you too because I, no matter what I say um, hearing it from someone who's not your husband <laughs> is always better well and um, yes <laughs> <laughs> no it's it just really it, 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 no just to know that there's some like validation that yeah. you know people have been through this and had happy endings. I've had dogs that have yeah. just not had, succeeded inside their home, but found like happiness in other situations. Like that's that's my thing. Is I just want my girl to like be happy and loved and in a situation where she can thrive and um, yeah. and not not bite people that walk in our door and live and live like those and those live. those are our yeah. priorities right now and so yeah thank you so much and I, I echo all those sentiments and if you want to hear more about it you can just go back to the prior podcast when we talked about that and also romantic valentine's day things uh this week's podcast was meant to be uh about uh my first ted talk because Kim thinks I have a good TED talk. We call it a Fred talk. We it we got it over like lunch. We were having lunch. And by the way, we're in London. We had lunch in London. And Kim has decided that I'm going to be a motivational speaker because of a random uh, way that I do things. Right? He has incredible willpower. He can say no to pizza and he and he has this whole scientific mind meld way that he focuses on getting tasks done i think it's fascinating so the first part of this podcast is is about our london adventures and something we find is just inexcusable here in london it is just not cool at all um and then we go on to pens we're calling it his fred talk um, about willpower and self-motivation and in between we call an indian restaurant (laughs) here we go or afternoon or evening or we don't know what time it is <laughs> we, or what day it is. We don't know where we are. We don't know what day of the week it is. And we're pretty sure that where our kids are, it's 3 o'clock last Wednesday or next Tuesday. We don't, we don't know. Yeah. We are recording this podcast from London Town. Foggy London Town. Yes. Oh, my goodness. We're so excited to be here. Um, we were invited to London by... A PR agency called Ketchum. They're amazing and wonderful. And they invited us to speak at VidCon, which is a conference for YouTube, Facebook creators, video creators. Um, and we ha- got a chance to meet all these really cool people. And, you know, since we're here, we extended the trip uh, to have some mommy-daddy time. I know. We have we have an extra day. So we went to this. Un- so just a little secret. The food in London's great. We went to this amazing lunch. 
Uh, and then we went and looked in some stores. And then we decided we wanted to just spend as much time as possible in this hotel because of how much it costs. Yes. And this is the one thing on the trip we're paying for. So we're <laughs> going to make the most of it. So we have our bathrobes on. And we I want to paint a picture for you. We are doing this podcast lying on our backs on a bed in London staring at what looks to be a very well-painted coffered ceiling. <laughs> Again, at this so hotel, the lovely people paid for our flight and they paid for hotel. We extended the trip, so we're like, we'll, you know, we'll pay, we'll stay in a fancy hotel for one night. We are not fancy people. No, we stick out hard in this hotel. Yeah, I have this blazer that I just felt the need to wear <laughs> around. It doesn't match any of the clothes that I have on, but I wore it when we went to VidCon yesterday. I just, I was like, you know what? I'm wearing a blazer because everyone else here is either a lord. Or, or an earl? I'm pretty sure Meghan Markle, I saw her having tea yeah. in the lobby. There's at least two knights downstairs. <laughs> they, I mean, it's gorgeous. And definitely some ladies. And I don't mean lady, like, hey, capital, capital L lady. Oh, dames. There's dames here. And some broads. Judy Dench is, is in. So the oh, people, Kim also thought she saw Tupac today. I feel yeah, like we should discuss this. I definitely this. think Tupac is not dead. He's definitely in London. Can you explain, like, the context? Because we were looking, like, a bird's eye view. I just—he looked so much like and Tupac. It was time. a Yankees hat with earbuds. I know. Earbuds. I feel like the Yankees hat would have, like a Tupac if he was alive would not be wearing a Yankees hat. So that's why not. Thing. I don't know. Can we look up whether he's a? I don't know. <sighs> is he a fan? Um. Anyway, so we don't we don't blend in. I'm wearing my um Nike sneakers and my dungarees. Um, but we're having an amazing time. The kiddos are being well cared for by a sitter who is more qualified to be a parent than She's me. She's a better parent than us. Yeah. Let's just say it. Um, so they're having a blast too. And tomorrow we fly back. But we wanted, we had a great discussion at lunch. And I said, you know what? This is a podcast. Yes. And we can get to that. I want to spend a little more time talking about London because we do podcasts are long. Yes. And I want to talk more about London because I have a list. Oh, oh, bless. I've made a list. Oh, and you know what? I taught the people. And um, and we met some new friends that are from uh, in London. I, I taught them how to say "bless your heart," and they're like, <laughs> "What does that mean?" I was like, "Bless your heart" is like you're about to insult them when when you kind of want <laughs> to insult. Like in the South, you say "bless your heart," which is like you're ridiculous, <laughs> but it's like the nice way of saying it. Okay, so bless your heart. Okay, yeah, that's a you good have one. A list. Yeah, I did. I made a list. I made a list of three things I'm particularly excited about. In London oh, and in England, that I would like to bring back to the states, and then and three things that can stay in England. I have, and, oh, I can't and, wait and for And that I'm very, very like one of which I am insanely upset about, and oh, I feel like hysterical. we need to bring a lawyer in for it, and maybe we will call a lawyer and bring them in on this conversation, right? No. Yes, yeah, a barrister. They'll yeah. have a wig on and everything. Yeah. Do you want to start with? Do you want me to do back and forth, or should I yeah, just start with you, the three I, good I, things? I'm just excited that you made a list, honey. Yo, I mean, it's not written down. It's a mental list. Okay, is go. that okay? I'm a mentalist. <laughs> And get it. All right, so I'll do pro con, pro con, okay. pro con. Okay. Yeah. All right, pro. They have a, a a traffic light situation here that is genius. That for some reason we have not adopted in the United States of America. You ready for this? Ready. So, you know how when you are driving down a street in America and a yellow light comes up, it means that the red light is coming. So you slow down, or if you're me, you go as fast as you can to try to run the red light and hope that you don't get caught. However. In England, not only do they have that, they have like the lights about to turn green yellow light that happens. It's double light. It's a red light with a yellow light. So you know to still be red. But when the yellow light comes up, it means, okay, in a couple of seconds, the light's about to be green. Yeah. So think of, there's two reasons why this would really help out in America. Number one, 
you always get angry when people don't know that the light's turning green and their reflex is slow and so many fewer people make it through a turn because mm-hmm. the the jolting out of the red light thing gets to us you and are so we have terrible reflex. This. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get more passionate about other things, oh, wow. don't worry. Um, and then also people on their phones. People on their dang phones. Those um, are the two things. I'm sorry. That, nice to meet you. Your name is Penn Holderness and you sit on your phone sometimes. Not well, not in this situation. I do not. Mm. I do sometimes. I was I was the guy like holding his phone up walking through the streets of London because I didn't know where I was going. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, I love that and I think it's a great idea. You're right. All right, so that's pro. Con. Mm. I'm not crazy about the direction we're going in with fashion right now. This is not a London thing. This is an everywhere thing. I you just have never see it a lot more here. I think London's ahead of the times. No, London and New York are are like where the rest okay. of the world is. But well, you just wear gym clothes in this, Raleigh. No, no, no. Here's what's happening in the world right now. Okay, <laughs> all of the clothes that look sexy on women five years ago are now being transferred over to men. What do you mean? Like tight pants. Like culottes rolled up to your ankles, super skinny yeah. jeans. But those have been in for a while, dude. I'm telling you, I'm noticing it here when I haven't noticed it. And I've been to New York and I've been to LA. It's it's very pronounced here. Yeah, very the pronounced. Pants are very short. Very pronounced. There they and then on the women's side, somehow we have gotten in a hot tub time machine and gone back to the nineteen eighties. <laughs> And everyone's wearing guest jeans and yeah. Zeke Havaricis. Yep. And they look like uh, it looks like a thriller video. Uh, the way that like these blade these like square blazers that women are walking around in. And they look smashing. It's not sexy though. Like, am oh, I allowed you... to like? It, 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 can guys not tell you like the the like the old skinny jeans where the waistline was like down way below your Ugh, stomach and showed those. some of the muscles like around? No, because who has them like? You do. No, I used to. But listen, high-waisted skinny jeans, I love me some high-waisted right. jeans. Okay. I love no, I I'm, and also I, I knew I, that you wouldn't agree with all of these things, but this is my list. But I'm allowed you're allowed to disagree. I Sorry, love go ahead. some shoulder pads anyway. Yes. So you like this, this? I love the fashion, the way it's going. Do you care that it doesn't make you look very? I don't sexy? care. Sexy? No. So I, that's what it is. Are women I, have women decided that they yep. don't want to look sexy anymore because it's it's a nuisance to them? No, I think they just don't need to care what you think. I see. <sighs> I don't care what you think of what I'm wearing. If I feel great, I don't care if it's Oshkosh Bagosh overalls. I'm which wearing. we saw today. We certainly did. We saw some Oshkosh on, on a grown woman. Um, we saw some Oshkosh overalls and I don't, if, if I feel good about myself, I think then there, then you think it's attractive when I feel good about myself. Well, whatever is happening, it's pronounced in London and it's weird. And I like, I like the way things used to be. I'm going to be a curmudgeon about this. Okay. Okay. Grumpy old man. Very good. With your really comfortable (sighs) fitted lands and pants. Okay. Okay. Uh, pro day boozing. Well, that's just because we're on a vacation. No, maybe. no, it is a London-specific, time-honored tradition that, like, there, there is. They we did walk through the convention center yesterday, and everybody had a beer. They they spend more time during the day enjoying leisure time, and then probably go to bed earlier. I okay. Than people in America appear to be doing. Like, I I don't I don't think they're shutting down nightclubs at four o'clock. If they are, God bless them. But there's a lot of 
daytime enjoyment, which I prefer, so I can just get you know get to the old Game of Thrones at seven o'clock or seven thirty oh or whenever God. that happens. I think you're making sweeping generalizations, but I did notice a lot of. In a business district, a lot of alcohol on the table. So okay. I'm making sweeping generalizations that you have evidence of. Is that okay. what's happening? Moving on. I love you. I, okay. I'm saying it's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Cons. I'm really confused and don't understand the tipping situation in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Super confused. So you don't tip a, a server in a restaurant they don't even give you the option to tip. But I do believe you're supposed to tip like the coat check lady. Coat check and But I don't know. Yeah, I think you I err on the side of just tipping. I but, just tip. Okay, I understand that, but then I tried to tip someone and I at one point they looked at me like I was crazy and said, "We don't we don't take that." It you was know, at a it was at a bar when I got like I got a beer and I said, keep the change. And he goes, oh, no, sir. And he gave it back to me. I was like, no, keep the change. He's like, no. And he gave it back to me and he walked no, away. No, you know what? I tried to tip the guy in the hotel that brought it because I forgot to bring the little power converters. And I tried to tip him. And he said, no, 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 no. It's my pleasure. But then I do think you tip. I, I'm so confused. But I, my, I err on the side of just like I throw money at people. Well, whatever the situation, I think there are ways that you are offending people or like – messing up the economy or the situation or the establishment if you do it wrong and there's not there needs to be a sign at the airport just like the sign that says here's where your baggage is that explains the tipping situation yeah is uh, there any reason there isn't just a welcome I, to england i think that's on here's, google somewhere that yeah. we just didn't do welcome yeah. to england we drive on the wrong side of the road it's not the wrong side of the road it's a we different... drive on the other side of yeah. the road and we don't tip here except in these situations <laughs> I don't like. Yeah, I, I guess I should have done some research. Yeah, is what you're saying. A uh, Google search. Just a uh, <laughs> bit of research. Okay. Okay. Where are we? Are we on to cons now? No, that was cons. <laughs> um, uh, so the third pro and the best part about England uh -huh. is the Indian food situation. Oh, so good. Uh, there is a reason why. I'm sure it has something to do with how people moved here and who did what and when they did it but the indian food is unbelievable and yeah. it has been the best so far the best two meals we've had mm -hmm. we're going to dinner tonight and i'm guessing we're just going to get indian food again yeah, right? like we're not gonna we're not gonna try anything else nope don't need to uh okay. the last con is my favorite do you know what it is yes i know what it is all right i'm angry about this okay so, very very angry so why don't you like why don't you lead us in okay so um the way pen and i have always as a couple if it's just the two of us, or even a big group of us, our favorite thing to do ever is to go to a karaoke bar and just to make fools of ourselves. And, and also enjoy other people making fools and of enjoy, themselves and, 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 and enjoying it. And we go to different cities and we've made great, fun friends just like clapping for them. And then Penn is – I don't even sing karaoke. I'm like backup dancer. But just like Penn is hysterical on a stage. It's just it's a fun way to see a city and to meet people and to experience like different nightlife. Um, so we were uh, we had a lovely dinner. We went to Sticks and Sushi, this awesome sushi restaurant. And we were at Covent Garden. And we were um, we went on to the old Google Maps and we're like, where's the nearest karaoke bar? And there's like there's little dots all over. And we walk in. And, and it's an Italian restaurant. It's an Italian restaurant. And, and I speak to the owner yeah and i say where's the karaoke bar that's what it says i showed him the i showed him the thing and he said well it, it's a management groups that comes here sometimes for karaoke but they're not here right now so let's start with false advertising 
So we find another. That was enough to make me angry, but not like Lou Ferrigno angry yet. So anyway, we move along to the next spot, and this one is called the Karaoke Box. It's a. It's called the Karaoke Box. It's going to have karaoke. We walk half a mile through lots of people, and we get to the karaoke box. And it's this, it's like a receptionist with like a, a tiny little bar. And he says, do you have a room? And we were like, no, we just want to go to the open space and sing. And he goes, nope, uh, there is no open space. There's only small rooms. And the next available one is six hours from now. It was six hours from now. Bummer, right? Like, also, like I'm not a big karaoke private room thing. I like to meet and mingle with people who are also making fools out of themselves. And that's a time-honored tradition in any of the places where we've gone. So here's what the guy says. He says, well, a couple of years ago, the British Parliament made a rule that you have to license the song every time you sing it if it's in public. If it's behind bar, like behind closed doors, apparently they don't. So now in England, the only karaoke establishments that they have are these little boxes where you're by yourself singing to like two other people that you know in a tiny room. And those open space karaoke things, they can't exist anymore because they're too expensive to try to license the music. So that's what he tells us last night. And I just think that's I think that's a dumb law, right? Is it? Well, like- no. Okay. By the way, I have been Google. I, I appreciate what you're saying and I am here for it except for I got distracted and I went to Google. Wait, as I was talking? Yes. I'm, I'm also horrified karaoke situation in London is just an abomination and should be corrected. <gasps> Tipping in London on the official Visit London. This is a Hang on a website. second. So wait, are we, we're done with karaoke or you're going somewhere else I'm now? going somewhere else because I'm so embarrassed. You <sighs> okay. are supposed to tip 10 to, 10 to 15% of the bill when you're eating out. Okay, there's but some restaurants add a service charge instead, but I, you have to ask. Ugh. So have we been stiffing people? No, 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 no. There would be a sign that says tip underneath. Are it. you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Oh my gosh, we are those dumb Americans that have just been going around and like saying, Oh, we don't take tips. It says I know that customary, they're customary, though some add on a service charge instead. Crap. Can you call the Indian restaurant and ask him if we stiff them? Oh my them? gosh. Like seriously, call him right now. Back. Call him right now. Okay. Because this place was unbelievable. And, and it was worth every penny. We need to tip the porters. We did. Okay, you did. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, that's it. I'm sorry. I love you, and that's our. Well, no, we need to call the restaurant. Oh, we'll we just call went after to. We done. No, we'll let's call, call them right now. Let's figure it out because this place was unbelievable. It was uh, from the beginning to the end of the meal. I didn't look at the check because I'm that guy who just puts a credit card out, and also, um, I, I we had to go downstairs and Facetime with our kids, so we had to hurry out of there. We need to we need to find out like right now whether or not we stiff them on lots of money. And then I think this is a really boring podcast. No, it's not. This is good. You do? You think so? I think this you is keep good. saying podcasts are boring. Welcome to Zoosmami. Our calls are recorded to help ensure good customer service. Please choose from one of the following options. For reservations, please press one. That was one. Please hold. Your call is being connected. However, to reserve online and save you waiting. Please go to www. <laughs> they don't need to say www. Hi, we just ate lunch there and had a fantastic time. And I had a quick question for you. Uh, so we, 
we're from the states and we're super confused. Uh, we like it was the most delicious lunch, and we paid the check. And I didn't remember to ask whether or not the gratuity was included in the check, or if we were supposed to leave that extra. No, usually it is, um, and the 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 service charge is usually included okay. of twelve point five percent. Okay, that makes sense because I, I I didn't see a line underneath on our credit card for tip, and we're just we're getting we're new here and we're trying to figure that out. <laughs> yes, it has been. <laughs> okay, so you guys don't think we're terrible, right? Sorry. You don't think that we're terrible, correct? No, definitely not. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. It was so delicious. Okay, I appreciate no it. Problem. Okay, bye bye. See, that's journalism right there. <laughs> oh I know you think this is a bad podcast, but we just got results. I just I had a pit in my stomach because well, and I just that that we would stiff people anyway. Um, back to the show. Yeah. Okay. So those are my three things. Did I get through all three? Yes. You I sure was did. mad about the karaoke bar. You completely spaced out on me and went to. No, t- I know. But else. so for that reason, could could you sing? Could you sing some karaoke for me right now? I don't know if this microphone is good for it, and I'm lying down. But what do you want me to sing? Um, we we um, we watched the Bohemian Rhapsody on the way over. Oh, you want me to sing Freddie Mercury? Yeah, we're in England. Can Can I just say there's two singers that I can never do? Uh, one is Freddie Mercury, and one is the guy from Soundgarden. Like they're just too good. Okay. Uh, but I could try. Okay, let's do it. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. You have to sing the other part. <laughs> no, I don't. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Mama <laughs> just killed a man. Put a gun again. I don't have his range. Are you kidding me? And you're lying down. Why don't you sit up? No, I don't. Put some I'm good. Effort into it, Holder. I did. You are putting zero effort into this. I know. This. Like, well, I'm not the person who does karaoke. Anyway, uh, England, come on. <laughs> come on, England. You're so great in so many other ways. The karaoke thing? Are you joking me? I mean, I know you're very busy with Brexit right now. It's actually <laughs> oh, happening like right now. I know. But come on. Like they're, you have bigger problems. I know. And they're called karaoke. Karaoke. Okay. So we have a, there, there's another, this is a two part podcast. First part was Penn talking about London. Kim gave that one a B minus. I gave that a B minus because I just don't know how interesting it is. But we've been getting a lot of feedback on our podcast, which I really appreciate. And some people said, Hey, you should do more more than one a week. I don't know if we could commit to that, but they do say, "Hey, Penn should be able to talk about random things just because I'm doing my laundry in the middle of your podcast, and it should be a little longer." I'm not going to make it longer just to make it longer, but this is a discussion that came up in um, the middle of lunch uh, that I think is very. It's going to be Penn, Penn's TED talk when he gives one on stage. My husband has such incredible, incredible willpower when it comes to food and fitness and work. I mean, he, he's really uh, devoted. For, he's a total space cadet. He is a little absent-minded. Like he has on a number of times left entire like files and computers on tops of cars and walked away. Thank you. And driven away because yep. he has ADD. Um, I'm impatient. And he's incredibly impatient. But Thank you. he is – we got back from one trip or, or another. It was a work trip and we got back and he had, you know, just from being on an airplane and eating gross, you know, just not ideal food because you're on the road – he had he weighed himself and perhaps he just didn't love the number on the scale. A week later, he get on the scale and he's like, "Oh, there you go. I'm good. I'm good now." And in that week, he decided he's like, "Oh, I just cut out, cut down on wheat, dairy, alcohol, 
And uh, yeah, I'm good. And and because he's tall and he's a giant, he lost like 10 pounds in a week. And so that's like not, you should not strive for that because that's not, not an actual real thing that most people can do. But he has such incredible willpower and he did it like without, I th- I feel like when I start a an exercise or a um, nutrition regimen, I'm a little more like, I'm so intentional about it that everybody has to hear about it. But you just like, you're like, I'm just not going to, you just don't make a big deal about it. And you make some really serious changes. And it's, I want to say it looks easy for you. So I want to dissect like how, like your willpower is enviable. How, how, what, (laughs) just tell me, what do you do? Well, there's a little more to it than that. And I think that was what our conversation was about. And I, and actually I had never verbalized it. I think I just do it naturally. This is where your Tony Robbins moment, honey. Maybe. Okay. Can I warn people that this is the first time I've said this out loud other than lunch. Okay. And so this may not be, it's not, don't put this on Ted. Yet. Wherever he is. Wherever Ted is. Yeah, don't bother Ted yet. We're gonna yet. we're gonna we'll get to him. We'll at get to some Ted point. in a second. Did so like how many speeches did Ted give before <laughs> I don't know they, that. I don't know. before it this became a thing and he started letting other people talk? I don't think Ted's I think it's like it's like an edu I, I, I don't think What? Don't what does it even stand for? Oh my gosh. Is it like technology? I think it's like a technology education thing. Oh, that's thing. really disappointing. I thought I, there was a TED. No, I think it's like a technology education thing. Um, well, that would be was, TE. Um, Maybe. Well, it's disappointing. Okay, so here we go. Kim asked me, uh, she's like, how do you Technology di- education uh, or te- technology entertainment design. So I thought it was technology education. So, so there's technolo- no TED. Yeah. That's really <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> I think there should be a TED. Yeah. We should start the Fred talk. And... Well, we don't know any Freds. Oh, you know a Fred. You I, used to date a Fred. I used to date a Fred. Kim used to date a guy oh, named Fred. He's the drummer for Cinderella. We dated for a bit. I know. I super want to meet this guy. Anyway, great guy. Let's moving on. All right. Moving on. All right. So, willpower. You guys, it's it's whether or not I make it look easy, there's no such thing as an easy way to just quit doing something that you do habitually, that you love doing, that that you think brings you happiness or that at least brings you comfort, right? That's, if it looks easy, I'm, I apologize, it's not. It's what, not easy. What I do, and this is, it's kind of simple and then we'll break it down and we can kind of do some examples. I always think about the positive side of it. I, I have an optimistic form of willpower where I'm always thinking about how it's actually gonna benefit me. And then Kim said, well, okay, I I don't know that I really am going to be able to get through this if I'm thinking about how it's going to benefit me four weeks down the road because when you stop doing these things, it's not like immediate results happen. Right, and I think that's a problem that we it's most people have because you're let's let's just go with nutrition at this point. Though I think that there's a willpower component for a lot of different areas of life. I want to feel better about myself, maybe shed a few pounds. I'm in a restaurant setting and they make, make the most world's most delicious pizza. Well, that's not a good example because if you're in the if you're getting the world's most delicious pizza, you, you should, should just eat, eat it. it. Yeah. Right, exactly. But if it's Friday night and our kids always want to order pizza and there's a really good pizza that and there's comes a really the door. A, there's a pizza that comes to the door, but it's like Friday night and it's not the last pizza pizza you're ever gonna have. Like, how do you stop from eating the pizza knowing that the pizza is gonna make you feel like garbage? 
Like, I, I just then have the pizza and then I feel gross. Yeah, I mean, you kind of answered the question yourself. It's, you, you don't think about long-term stuff. You find a way to optimistically look at what's, like, right now. Because mm -hmm. I'm impatient. Right now, how is what I'm doing going to make my life better? How is it, how is it going to improve everything around me and make me ultimately happier at this moment, not four weeks down the road? So I can give you some examples. Please. Um, so when I had to cut out uh, pizza and uh, when I had to cut out bread and cheese at the same time because my cholesterol was really bad. And the doctor who told me that told me that in a very uh, fire and brimstone way. And I did not take it well. I was like, this person was yelling at me. I don't think this person likes me. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm stressed out about it. And then, uh, then, you know, when a slice of pizza came around, I acknowledged and admitted that pizza looks really good. But right now, if I don't eat that pizza, I am I'm going to feel great. I'm going to be able to take my kids for a walk afterwards. I'm going to be able to go take Ruby for a walk for like an hour. I could go do push-ups. I could there's like so many things I could do with my life because I'm not bogging my body down because I immediately feel bad. Same thing when I go like to the drive-through at McDonald's. I like not the making the decision not to eat that food gives me like two or three hours of optimal positive feeling. So you're saying you get a little buzz off of saying no. Yeah. So I think that's so so that's what maybe that's where the discovery is, is that the next time the pizza comes when I order a chicken salad instead is to realize like there's a little buzz off of yeah, saying no to something. Enjoy that no. Enjoy that decision. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if that lettuce tastes like a poop um mm. you know maybe there's like first of all maybe there's like a really good piece of salami on it or something or you put something good it's a really good dressing on it mm -hmm. and appreciate and be grateful for that dressing that you would not be eating if you were eating that pizza and then also yeah that that buzz you know for me honestly last week um i did this again like i just i decided okay i'm gonna stop drinking during the day because i am a habitual like drinking five during the week you mean Sorry, during the week. Yes, yeah. during weekdays. I'm going to stop drinking when I wake up in the morning. No, it's funny. So so uh, Kim and I actually talked about this together, about stopping drinking during the week, because I have so many opportunities to do it. I really do. Right. Like, I, I work for myself. I can have a beer for lunch if I want to, and I can complete my job. I can do whatever I want to. I could have a beer for dinner if I wanted to. I, my kids are old enough. I don't have to, like pick them up and carry them anywhere. I'm, I'm okay. Like we, we were kind of homebodies. We stayed home. And the original decision to not do that we made because I have people close to me genetically who are, I mean, I have got the gene for alcoholism and I've right. learned that recently and that sucks, right? Yeah. That sucks. So the, the, the first decision that we made and, and what, what I thought was going to be my motivation was I don't want to turn out like those people. Mm -hmm. where where alcohol changes my behavior when I get older. Mm -hmm. Because guess what, guys? Like, the older you get, the harder that is. Mm -hmm. And the easier it is for something like that to affect you. And it has that has kind of turned our lives uh, in, in the wrong direction several times just with people that we love. So, like, there shouldn't be any reason other than that to do it. Like, that fear, the fear of that happening to right. you. And that's a good reason to do it. And that's, that's, how, that's how I started. That I have to say, um, we, yeah, we so we came <laughs> different than nutrition. We came at the decision to just stop drinking. So we we don't have a drinking problem, but the path to it, I think, it doesn't. It's not like anybody that we know that has a drinking problem right now 
went from zero to alcoholic. It was it was a it was a slow you know it was a slow steady climb. And I think if we can kind of take that component out, and I think it was the first time that I was like when I was it was a we had a really hard day last week with our dogie, and um, I really at six thirty wanted a glass of wine, but to say no and to have that long term, this is why I'm saying no was probably the first time I thought about it like that. It, it felt it did feel good to be like no I can find another way to cope with this I can find another way to relax and, right yeah and so here's what happened to me the you know the first decision to like okay let's do this my my inner selfish self was like no I enjoy a glass of wine right I don't want to do this I'm gonna do it but I'm gonna do it out of fear and out of sadness and out of insecurity and that honestly that didn't work for me right it, but I did it Right. And I have I have continued to do it for a couple of weeks now, and the reason why is because I realized that there are there are positive ways to look at this thing instead of instead of fear and and sadness and other people's opinions of you and all that other stuff. It's there's ways to on that day. So I I I got to drive my friends to a basketball game. Yeah. That otherwise, like I was always like the guy who didn't drive because I had a crappy car and you know, no one likes the car. And, you know, someone else volunteers. Great. Okay. We're going to a sports game. I'm going to, I'm going to have some beers and, and never to the point of excess, but like two, you know, of course, and to, you just, to the point we, that I shouldn't drive. You shouldn't drive after one. After yeah. One beer. And, but yeah. And we just, we just never drive after having a drink. So, yeah. Right. But as the night went on, I was like actively looking for and appreciating good things about this. Like I, I was able to focus on the game a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- you know what else is funny? I thought that I was going to be less funny and less entertaining because right. I wasn't drinking. Yeah. Like that's, isn't that crazy? Like you feel like, okay, I'm not, I'm not as fun when I don't mm-hmm. have like a couple of beers. And I noticed that people were laughing at me and talking to me and engaging me. And I like someone actually texted me. was like, man, that was a really good time. You were cracking me up on the way home. Mm-hmm. So like immediately there in that moment, look at that. I am like, I am doing better because I made this decision. You're clear. You're more focused. Yeah. Well, whatever it is. It's, it's and just... by the way, we have not given up alcohol entirely. It, this no. Is, so... No. I, and by the way, I've, I have had, I had beers at lunch. So. Well, because it's the weekend. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the weekend. And, and it was it's... an Indian restaurant. It was amazing. Yeah. And so what just, we've yeah. decided was like, uh, starting Friday after work until Sunday at noon and not, not to get sloshed, but to be like, right. have, have a drink. Uh, if we went to on Friday night and a drink on Saturday night, I don't know why we could just do Friday and Saturday night, yeah. you know. So anyway, um, but that I have to say, but just cutting out that daily during the week thing is a is a willpower component that it was like I was super impressed. It's it's a bigger deal for you because I think you just you would always have a beer with dinner or a glass of wine, and whereas I didn't always. So. Right, and I weigh two hundred pounds, and it doesn't really affect me as much as, no, much as totally. it does other people. Yeah. I have like a pretty good tolerance. Yeah. So um, so you have incredible willpower with food because you can it kind of gives you a buzz to have that control you have an an now incredible willpower with this alcohol just to be able to like say no to drinking during the week um but also with work you get really and i think maybe this is the blessing of add you get like really dialed in on a specific project where i i get easily distracted and i want to comb through it a thousand times and i want to make it per like I, I i i take a lot longer to get something done and i think it's because you can get like you have the willpower just like to get knee deep in it and get it finished it's not just willpower it's, again that is and i i'm learning something while saying this that's positive willpower i don't think about what's going to happen to me if i don't finish this 
I think about what's going to happen to me if I do finish this. Like what good things are going to happen to me even while I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting, I'm getting better at my job as I'm doing this. No, I totally. I'm working and I'm getting better at my job. Like it, as the work is happening, I'm going to discover something really cool in the process of putting this story together. I'm going to learn something new. I'm going to master something new. I'm going to create something new that no one's ever seen before because I'm sitting here working on this. And then I'm going to get done and it's going to feel great. I'm going to push that. There, so when, when you work in the job where I do, there's this final button called render. And it's, your, it's a built-in break. It's like 10 minutes where they have to it's – like it's like putting a – you spend a long time making a pie and you put it in the oven and with the video. That's how that, that renders. And so that's, that's kind of my crack. That's my, that's my, yeah, you push that button and you also, it's like a built-in break. You can check your emails. Yeah. So that's, that's what I was about to say is that I think a lot of times with myself and I know other people, because I've talked to other people about it, the distraction of of the ding on the phone, there's always the allure of Facebook or checking your emails or there's like a new, like you just got an alert that there's like a, uh, a sale and from a store you like and you can go online shop like there's so many distractions and you have the willpower to just shut those out and it's it's very inspiring it's great also because and i'm going you keep saying willpower it is it's the outlook right it's the positive feeling like i'm gonna put my phone down which means i'm gonna get my work done and also let's be optimistic when i do pick my phone up i can read everything in about 15 seconds instead of dipping down every 15 seconds, every two minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Doing it over and over and over again. Like, we, I, I haven't picked my phone up in a while. I'm sure I'm going to have a bunch of messages. And if any of those people really needed to like, talk to me, they would have called me by now. Right. And they haven't. And I think that's the, the danger of social media. And I know we make our living basically creating content that's viewable exclusively on social media. So it's a bit of a hypocrisy to say this. But I think social media for me at least, has made it so I cannot pay attention long-term to things. So, yes, uh, I'm inspired with your willpower. I do want to – I do. I always want to feel better, and I always eat healthy-ish. But I think that even just making those little tiny choices, um, just having that positive outlook is great. But I think, like, my big takeaway is the work thing, is just being able to focus on, like, the po- the, the immediate high – you get from completing a task at hand. And acknowledge it and celebrate it. Right. Right? Because every decision that you make in life, there's two sides to it. And you can spend your entire life thinking about the the downside to a choice without even realizing it. You can do it. And, oh, my gosh, I'm that person who's constantly thinking about it. If you get in a funk in life, and by the way, you've been around me when I've gotten in funks, Mm -hmm. it gets harder and harder to do that. And I will... I'm sitting here giving this speech that I just made up that may not even make any sense to anyone. And there's going to be a time when this is going to be way more challenging to me than it is now. But if you've got that formula about, and I think just you say willpower, I think the best term is self-discipline because self-discipline encompasses work. It encompasses like the, the habits that you have, the things that you do. Yeah. And if you, if you just look for the other side of it, it's there. It's just not a natural part of the way that we think right now. Well, but it's there. Gratitude and appreciation and looking at the, the, the good side of things is a choice that you can make. Yeah, so what's the, 
what's the positive instead of I don't get to have pizza? Like, what's the positive of having that salad? Oh, oh my gosh. I'm going to like, I already feel better. Right. I'm standing up and walking around and doing the dishes without feeling like I want to like lay down and take a coma. Right. Um, yeah. Um, and, and it, it's in like for immediately for us, practicality of like, what's the advantages of not having alcohol during the week? And, and, and it's so oh the, god yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many and, and it doesn't have to be it, it could you need to make sure that you're thinking about it at the moment of the decision because mm-hmm. at that moment it's like oh okay I am I'm gonna be clear-headed I'm going to enjoy a delicious glass of water that my body actually needs it's gonna be good um, I'm gonna be able to listen better to the people who are around me mm-hmm. I and then, and then, like you know, that that's what gets you started. And then, allow yourself to enjoy it as time goes on. I'm not tired. It's two hours later. I'm not tired. I could stay out and continue having these conversations. The next morning, I just jumped right out of bed and felt fantastic, way better than I did yesterday, mm-hmm. when I had two glasses of wine before I went to bed. Um, and like with the pizza, enjoy, like be appreciative. Look down. I, I, I am. There is a spot on my belt buckle that no longer is needed. Right. And go back to that decision. Mm-hmm. instead of, oh, man, I got to keep doing this. Oh, man, I really miss pizza. Yeah. Oh, man, I really want pizza. Willpower by pen. I, I'm just framing it, your Fred talk. It, it needs work. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get you a PowerPoint presentation, yeah, baby. We just got started. We got to run it by Ted. Um, I don't know if it's ready for Ted, but we're going to see what he thinks. <laughs> I will say, thank you for enjoying our ramblings here on the old podcast. Um, and thank you for the comments you guys leave for us at on Instagram through direct messages or on Facebook. We're at the Holderness Family if you wanted to find us. The best, like most wonderful thing you could do for us is to hit that subscribe button um, on Apple Podcasts. It's a purple button. And that way these podcasts are kind of automatically loaded onto your phone. And you could hit listen and you can listen while you're doing laundry or doing the dishes or walking the dog. Um, and you can, we love the feedback. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in the United States, uh, either next week or yesterday or whatever. Or four days ago, in, we're yeah, there. Or in, who knows? We don't even know. What Last Christmas. Is. Yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 